2: back, everyone, to this week's episode of Book in the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today we're talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from August the 12th, 1989. And you know what? It's the Christmas edition of this show, so I think what I'll do is Christmas Eve is December 24th. Let's give everybody a Christmas gift. We're going to drop this one a day early. So if you're listening to this on Wednesday night, December the 23rd, uh, This is your Christmas gift, a, a day early. But, again, it's the Christmas edition of BTT. Merry Christmas to you and yours. And for our brothers and sisters out there who don't celebrate Christmas, well, enjoy your Friday, December 25th, and happy holidays and all that good stuff to you. I am sitting here with Doc and, of course, Hardbody Hopper. Um, Doc, you said throw it to you first. Is that right?
3: Well, I just want to get this out of the way. I'm doing great. But that's not the story here. And, man to be honest i think we maybe should have put this only up for the patrons but this is everybody's christmas present coming up (laughs) we've got some huge i mean huge news this is this has shocked the btt community of the three of us this week it has brought us to our core rocked us to our knees and this is a fucking shoot. I'm not I'm not playing here. This isn't it this isn't a work. This isn't a gimmick, it's not a bit. Harper, how are you doing? I'm
4: doing great now.
3: Okay, so you said now. Yeah. Now, that means that you weren't doing well earlier. Can you can you tell the people why you weren't doing so well earlier? Because I tested
4: positive for COVID. Wow. Yeah. So
3: um, I mean, gotta like start wearing condoms. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first time he's tested positive, but it's the first time <laughs> So, hard body Harper has obtained the coronavirus. I got it. Yeah. So, uh, let me tell you this, man. We, we we have we have labeled ourselves as the best independent podcast in the world, the best ad free podcast in the world. Now I think we're the only podcast in the world where one of our hosts will spit out his ventilator to make it to the show on time.
4: That's right. I play hurt, motherfucker.
3: Kicking out. Just kicked right. out of the ventilator and said, I got to talk to my people. Yeah, so, I didn't hear no bell. Well, Harper, you're <laughs> having a tasty beverage. You're, you're currently positive still. You haven't tested negative, yeah. so you're, you're contagious. But you are enjoying a drink. Would you like to yeah. tell the people what you're drinking right now? I got an eggnog da- uh, daiquiri. Okay, so it's, it seems that you've confused coronavirus with the office Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> um, Well, walk us through what happened, man.
4: Well, I, I, uh, my, my sense of smell started to go, but I could still taste. So, fuck, I wasn't kind of worried about it. I thought my nose was just stuffed up. So, what were you... What, what were you, did you have your nose in that you thought you should be smelling <laughs> that you weren't? Well, I was taking a shower and I couldn't smell the soap. And I was like, what the fuck? And I put a stick of uh, deodorant to my nose and I couldn't smell the fucking deodorant. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I told my girlfriend, I was like, I can't fucking smell. And she sprayed perfume on her wrist to put it up to my nose. She's like, do you smell that? I was like, I smell nothing. And that's wow. when. Yeah, like you your smell a hundred percent goes away. Which is great when you take it a shit and
2: Or <laughs> well, you're and, eating some ass that ain't clean.
3: <laughs> I was well yeah about- Yeah, I mean you can just fucking do whatever. <laughs> but it's is it it's gotta be a little weird to like not be able to smell things.
4: Yeah. And so uh if
3: like you go to sniff something with an expectation in your mind and nothing happens. Yeah. Kind of like when Mike tries to fuck. That's nice.
2: Proceed, Robert. Keep going.
3: So you can't smell, and now it's hit your brain. I might have the Rona. I got the Rona. And when you got
4: tested the next day, I am like, yep, you're positive. So for the past week, I've been sitting here playing Xbox and watching chips and Magnum P.I. and... I watched the last dance. I watched every one of them. That shit's fucking awesome. So, that's all I've been doing. I've been quarantined, playing Xbox and watching TV like like a bum.
3: Um what other but symptoms But the smell is uh coming back. The smells it, coming back. Okay. So you're you are fully kicking out. Any other symptoms you want to report? That's it, man. I just lost my sense of smell. Um Okay, so we know that that you have a, a close relationship with Mama Harper. You have have you haven't exposed her to your? No,
4: uh, uh-uh. uh I haven't been over there since.
3: Okay, um, I'm sure this is not the first time you've been asked this, but do you know where you caught? Do you know where you caught it? I don't know,
4: man. I mean, cause like the shoot job, and I'm, I'm in Walmart every day and the grocery stores every day, so you know. I'm on I'm exposed to so many
3: fucking people, so God knows how I got it. I was so. thinking it was that three family Thanksgiving thing you were telling us about last week. No. No, no. Uh uh-uh. uh uh-huh. You can kinda uh-huh.
2: rule that out. If nobody those, at those at those houses have it, I mean that kinda rules them out.
3: How do you yeah, know yeah. that? There's so many I mean Harper's basically asymptomatic. Right, basically. Right. That's true. I just lost my okay. smell. I didn't get. That's why it's tired so it's bullshit. That's when they say it's bullshit. Like, oh, we'll do a temperature check.
2: Like, right. How about, we, how about we do a
3: swab? How about we get some get some germs on this motherfucker? Yeah, that him. temperature <laughs> thing is just a, a thing to pacify people. It's, it's just like, okay, yeah,
4: he's he's been. I mean, what the fuck does that do? Because I never yes. got a high temperature. I didn't get weak or tired. Nothing. I just uh, fuck. I can't smell anything.
2: So weird, man.
4: I didn't lose the sense of taste, though. They said, you know, that's fucking. So you could
3: taste the ass. You just couldn't smell it. Right. (laughs) Okay.
4: And then then as soon as I left the fucking clinic, I was like, I'm getting one of those baconators. Because I was like, fuck, if I lose my taste, this is gonna suck. So I went and got one of those for the
3: dry through. Okay, so have you been uh, quarantined? I mean, yeah, pretty, how'd, you, yeah. how'd you get this back here? Pretty much. Okay, well, I would have hoped that that would have been 100%. Yeah, I haven't fucking left
4: the house. I've been kind of in, in, in a room to myself and just fucking watching TV. And every now and then I see my girlfriend across the room. I just, hey, what's up?
3: So you, you haven't been hitting any circle, circle, dot dots uh, with the...
4: No, uh-uh. But uh tomorrow's going to be... A week so I'm gonna get tested and I don't know it's probably gonna say negative because I can
3: not the I first can. time you not the first time you've taken a test and prayed for negative right yeah for real okay so um so I'm trying to think of
2: what else do we have
3: so you haven't been doing any circle circle dot dot been doing nothing, hmm. nothing.
2: no fluid exchanging
4: no fluid exchanging
2: I don't know if no. I believe that
4: I don't know no if I believe touching in or anything. Yeah, none.
2: I could see Hopper wrapping his Saran Wrap around his tongue and still tongue punching That's that nice. fart box. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, were you at all like scared when you tested positive? Like, oh shit! No, I was like, all right,
4: oh cool. I'm. I'm gotta go to work for a fucking week. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right.
4: Feel like well, a paid fucking vacation.
3: So I just want to point out that our, our man Harper over here has, I mean, literally been, you ought to be Tom's man of the year because you have laughed in the face of this whole pandemic. You got yourself, right. a girl, you went to the bar in a pandemic. You got yourself a girlfriend in the pandemic. You caught the pandemic. You put the pandemic in a squash match. It's great. Yeah, I've been off of work and and just...
4: I've been playing fucking Gears of War and shit on fucking Xbox One and...
3: And you got scoreboard on everybody who tries to big talk you at the bar or at Wildcat in the future. Fuck you, I got Rona. Bitch, I'm ten feet tall and bulletproof. Fuck you. So does this mean you're going to get the vaccine now or are you just going to be like, "Hey, hey, never mind? I mean, I don't know. I guess I would. Good thing hmm. Maybe get one and you know step in line in front of a nurse or. Yeah, like I
4: mean because I, mean, I already got the flu shot.
3: Hmm. Mike, you got anything you want to talk about here? Well, you can't get it twice, right? Well, they don't think you can, but yeah, I don't know. But don't we're not know for sure. We're, we're, we're we might not, need to uh, get
2: you. We're not doctors here. Let's not comment on that. I mean, people mean, well, a
5: doctor?
3: That's We're,
2: right. He's not a medical doctor. He's got a close PhD. Enough. Close, close okay. Enough.
3: Me and Jill Biden know that shit's close enough. Now look <laughs> here. here's the thing.
2: Here's the thing. Somebody's gonna take that comment way too serious. I know.
3: I know that's why I said Do it. not work but yourself
2: wait. into a shoot if you listen to this show. God.
3: Don't don't work yourself into a shoot. Our man got Rona over here. And to be honest. <laughs> Mike and I were worried at first because we didn't get the whole asymptomatic. We just got, I got Rona. I got Rona. And then, oh, and this is a shoot behind the, behind the, and Mike, tell me if I'm lying. You'll be talking with Harper and then you'll ask him a question. And then you don't hear anything else for hours. So we hear, I got Rona, and then it's radio silence. And we're like, holy shit. He's, he's down at... Whatever hospital, and they're intubating him, and Mama Harper's crying, and he's drinking eggnog daiquiris and playing (laughs) Sonic the Hedgehog. Drinking rolling rocks.
2: I've been drinking that in
4: in
3: fucking butt ice.
2: And tongue punching the fart box.
4: That's nice. No, he,
2: I don't believe him that he's not exchanging fluids because last night he and I were on the phone, and he and he was like, "Yeah, she don't have it. We've been ex- we've been exchanging fluids and banging and everything." And the phone was to my ear, but he was talking loud. My wife starts laughing because she can hear it. So I don't know if I believe that non-exchanging nah. fluid story.
4: Uh, uh-uh. no, not, not okay. since fucking uh, Wednesday. No.
2: That's a long time um, for you to wait, pal. Yeah, no, I know. Mean,
3: that's a long fucking time. I fuck. Like I just got out of jail. And does she avoid you like you have like the plague, or? I mean, she's she's
4: she she hasn't come near me.
3: <laughs> Smart girl. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I mean, uh, the thing is, her sister's getting married Saturday, oh, and she's Jesus. the maid of honor. I said, man, oh. you gotta stay the fuck away from me because if you can't, <laughs> oh. shit, you're gonna ruin old fucking wedding and. It's going to be your fault, and you're an asshole, and so you got to stay away.
3: If there was ever a picture in the dictionary under the word super spreader, it ought to be a picture. Of... <laughs>
4: super spreader. I, I, I keep thinking they're saying super shredder from the fucking Ninja Turtles movie.
3: Um,. Maybe we need to get Harper at a private one-on-one appointment with Dr. F- Freddie Classy Blassy.
2: Maybe we should.
3: <laughs> a COVID oh. checkup. So here's the thing I want to say. Uh, I want the Army out there. First of all, Harper, we're glad that, that you're living through these t- trying and, and horrible right. times you've been subjected to. We apologize uh that this horrible virus has infected your body in ways that we can't, can't even understand. I can't smell. Right. And, but if you're out there listening to this, don't think that you're just going to roll up on Rona and have a good time. This is Harper. We're talking about the That's hard, right? Body. He's got a, he's chiseled. I built like it, an Abrams tank. Well, he it's was not just
2: ready. that. Like he, he, he's, you know, he's immune to so much stuff because again, he's, Tongue punched so many fart boxes in his day that you know he's kind of built up in a, didn't a stand tolerance. Didn't
4: stand
3: a chance.
2: Yeah, I got a shield you know? in
3: front of me. He had so yeah. much fecal matter rolling around his sinus cavities that it just neutralized the Rona. So... That's right. I've eaten. Out, I've eaten
4: so many pussy. I'm shitting out clits. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, shit.
3: I knew Mike if we stayed here long enough We'd get there um, So I just want to make sure that everybody out there Just know you're not Harper Mike and I aren't Harper
4: Wear your mask Wear your, yeah, your mask I've always worn mask. the mask too
3: and it's get, your, get your vaccine Mike said he's ready to get Jabbed like an 80's rat Whoa!
2: <laughs> let me I let me say I mean, this. <laughs> Hugo, go, good, ahead, Doc. I'm sorry.
3: Social distance. Be safe. Do all keep keep up your protocols, but just know that our man Harper continues continues. You need to be on the the White House task force, dude. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> Maybe, let me tell you.
4: Imagine all those okay, pictures of Doctor Richie guy. Where the fuck his name is? The little Italian dude. What the fuck's his name? <laughs> Doctor Fauci? Yeah, I'm gonna
2: take his <laughs> fucking job. <laughs> no, no, me and that, Dr. that's a. Morgan's. No, you can, you can, you can go work with him. I don't want you to take his job, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Me and
5: Doogie I, and Cowser.
2: <laughs> I told Doc months ago. <laughs> I said it is only a matter of time before Harper gets it, and it was for yeah, no thought, other yeah, reason. Yeah, me
4: too. I thought I was gonna get it because I'm, I'm around people six days a week.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, and it's not that he's being reckless. It's just his shoot job has him around a lot of goddamn people. I mean, you he's in, gro-
5: many bullets, you
2: know? right. He's in, he's in where, are? where do we all have to go? Or most of us have to go at some point is a grocery store. So you've got everybody going into grocery stores. He's, he's in high traffic areas, six days a week. It was just a matter of time. But we're glad Harper made it. The only thing he lost was a sense of smell. He didn't lose a sense of taste. So while he could taste the butthole, he couldn't smell it. Truly
3: truly a remarkable story that we've waited all week to, to share with the people.
2: And on that note... Uh, if you've stuck with us this long on the Christmas edition, imagine that, Doc. This happened on the Christmas edition. If you thanks
3: for getting, thanks for getting the pandemic at the right time, Harper, so that we have a big Happy Christmas. Birthday, Jesus. <laughs> so that we have a big Christmas show. He's we appreciate about,
2: that. He's talking about eating ass and happy birthday Jesus in the same sentence. Okay. A <laughs> uh, shout out to disrespectfully classy Marky e. Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, Jeremy Priest for your generous patronage each and every month. And uh, I've got, Doc, let me roll through this that way we can get into the show. I have got some five-star reviews on Podcast Attic. Uh, we had a couple of them this week. We didn't have any new Apple reviews, but we had the ones on Podcast Attic. So here we go. First one from Gettysburg7 says, there's podcasts about pro wrestling that entertain. There's podcasts that offer life advice, but only BTT manages to cover classic old school territory wrestling in a hilarious and unprofessional manager, manner, but through Hardbody Hoppers, <laughs> impartial safe life advice fun for the whole family Oh, I, I, I think think Nick might have messed up when he wrote that but uh, by the way this is Nick Manechi who wrote this he's Gettysburg 7 on Twitter Mike Mills is one of the nicest and most enjoyable people around and his insight observations slash reactions to Hopper are classic and then there's Doc so listen to BTT and you'll be blessed and be a blessing hashtag book it bitch thank you Nick we got one more Big Storm seventy three says great stuff from a couple of guys that love old school wrestling. No ads and no BS, just great conversation without an error, uh, about an error we all enjoyed. So there you go, two new five star reviews. And as I mentioned that, real quick, new Patreon members Christopher O'Neill and Dan Heaton. Thanks for signing up or moving over from Podbean if you were one of those. And then again, Jeremy Priest. Thank you, big shout out to you for bumping up to the big time tier this week. Thanks for being a big supporter of BTT. Now Doc. This is a long episode, 82 minutes, I believe it was. Uh, hit, the, you have-
3: hit the Harper drop. What the fuck? Yeah, really, do, huh?
2: Do you have anything hey, before don't, we get into you it? Had,
3: well, no, I don't have anything. I'm ready to go. But, I mean, Harper, why are you complaining? You had nothing to do this week but watch wrestling. I know, it was great. Dude,
4: I caught up on a lot of the MLW shit. I watched the NWA, Shockwave. I watched all that shit. So... Must be
3: nice, huh, Mike?
2: <laughs> He's living a dream, bro. I mean, what do you want me to say?
3: Yeah. He's kind of making me think I should get the virus. You should.
2: Okay. He's full of it. He's, don't let him, don't let him. Yeah, you can't there. do that, man.
3: You
4: got a wife and kids.
2: Yeah. All see, right. I'm, you ready?
4: see, because I, I I have a wife and kids. So I'm just quarantined. So, but fuck, if you got a wife and kids, bro, you catch this shit. I mean, what the fuck are you going to do? Hide in a fucking utility closet for a fucking week?
3: Sure, why not? <laughs> we get in. Do we get internet in there?
2: <laughs> Alright, I'll tell you what, let's get started. We are talking NWA Saturday Night on TBS from August the 12th of 1989. Uh, if you are just watching the video version of this, which starts when we start talking about the Saturday Night episode... I highly recommend you go back and you you listen to the front of this episode, the audio-only feed where Harper talked about his uh, battle with COVID and coronavirus. You need to do that as Doc uh, opens up a white cloth. That wasn't me. <laughs> that was a nice oh. ice. Oh, Jesus. of yeah, course. Classy. He's classy. Classy fella. All right, so this show opens I'm having,
3: up. Well, I'm having a Sam Adams winter lager. Uh, I bet you are.
2: That sounds terrible.
4: Yeah, what's it taste like?
3: It's good. It's a lager brewed with orange peel, cinnamon, and ginger. Mm. That don't sound too bad. No, it's really good.
2: Right. Well, Jim Ross opens up and tells us we, we, what we will see tonight. JR tells us that Tommy Rich is gearing up for a challenge for the NWA U.S. belt. Yes, I got a laugh out of that one, boys and girls. I just think that's kind of hilarious uh, thinking about that. And then we're going to go to a promo from Lex Luger. uh, Here that is now. Here is Mr. Luger
0: now, obviously making us wait a little bit, as usual. What else is new? The fans, as we mentioned, the second most prestigious championship in all of sports is the United States Heavyweight title. Tommy Rich has his sights set on this championship and this big man.
1: You know, Jim Ross... (laughs) The never-ending search goes on for a suitable competitor, the caliber of athletes that can even challenge and give the total package, hexager a competitive match. And who do they dig up? And when I say dig up, Jim Ross, I mean that literally straight from the dirt farm, loads his dusty wrestling boots. He's been out of the limelight, a former world champion. No one questions his credentials. But things have changed, Tommy Rich. You hop in your pickup truck with dirt under your fingernails tobacco flakes between your teeth
2: one and you come told. to the NWA
1: where there's the best wrestling the only wrestling and you want to challenge the total package Lex Luger for the US heavyweight title. Well you see there's a new breed of athlete in professional wrestling right now and baby I'm the prototype Tommy Rich I'm the man to beat in this sport today. I'm going to do a public service for all you punks out there who think you can walk off the street and challenge an elite world-class athlete such as myself, it can't be done. And you, Tommy Rich, are going to learn the hard way, baby, with the total package, of the King of the Hill class that will never pass. The total package, Lex Luger, is all about, baby, and why I rule professional wrestling.
2: Well, that's Luger's not lying, Doc. Like, where'd they dig you up from, Tommy? Tobacco in your teeth? Beat up pickup truck? Coked out? I mean, where's the lie? He didn't say
3: that. He
4: didn't say that. Yeah, don't put words in Lex's mouth.
2: Okay, maybe I exaggerated about the (laughs) coked up part. But, you know, I mean, he's not lying much.
3: JR said he had been in obscurity. That's not fully true, right? He's been in... What's look at him! Like, like, blah, 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 blah. Somebody say something about one, two, three.
2: <laughs> Man, I mean, look him at him! Your child. Jesus oh my Christ. God! He kissed that little girl. What the? Uh, you got to be a piece of shit father to let that stupid idiot kiss your daughter. God! And,
4: that, and now the fucking baby's gonna go home smelling, smelling like fucking a can of Bush.
3: <laughs> it's gonna be. wouldn't be able to pass a drug test at the shoot job. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. More coked up than Mullin and Morton on his forklift running around the damn warehouse. <laughs> running into shit.
2: That guy's probably wrecked a few forklifts at the shoot job. <laughs> hey, man, I already failed one drug test. Can you cover for me and say it was
3: you? Man, I can't piss <laughs> clean. Go get Tommy over there. Somebody say something about pissed this.
2: Okay, what do you have from Lex right there? I thought he was fantastic, Doc.
3: I thought he was pretty good, actually. I, I did. I thought he was real smug. Um, You know, he buried Rich, but then also kind of put him over a little bit, like you're supposed to do, by saying, hey, you're a world champion. But that was then, and this is now. I thought he was good.
4: Yeah. I like this 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 version of Lex.
2: This version of Lex continues to impress. Heal Lex, 89, is very, very good. Yes. Uh, I feel bad for him having to work with Tommy Rich. God bless him. God bless him. And on that note, Tommy Rich is up in the next match. He defeats Lee Scott. I honestly fell asleep and mysteriously woke up during the next segment. Doc, did you have anything from this?
3: Hey, man, he comes out to the old Hank Jr. song. I was ready for some Monday night fucking football.
2: Yeah. Boy.
3: That was the that old works. days before Hank Jr. pissed off the networks. No, here we
2: go. Politics. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Hulbert, you got anything from Tommy Rich and Lee Scott here?
3: Uh, not really, no.
2: Yeah, me either. You know,
3: Jr. did say something about a country boy can survive. You know that song, don't you, Harper? Yeah. Can you can you give us a Rona version of it?
4: Uh, I can skin a buck. I can run a trot line
3: because a country boy can survive. Yeah, there you go. You like is that is that in your Spotify list, Mike?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: Okay. Here's my thing. No. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you on this, Mike. My note here is this storytelling is horrible, because if Rich really was an obscurity, you can argue whether he was or wasn't, but that's the way that's the line we're going with. Then why is going this long with that guy in the ring helping tell the story that he's back? I, I mean, this and it's slow. He's on the ground. Like, if we're going to say he's back out of obscurity, he should be flying around, doing this in quick order, and he poses a legitimate challenge to Luger. But he's just down there working a hold because he's fat. So That's the, nice. Well, here's, here's if, the thing. If he, was, if he was down there stretching people like Garvin, it would be like, well, then you could tell the story. Hey, okay, if he gets Luger off his feet, he could really work him because he's got an amateur base, and Luger could be in real trouble. He's just, out, he's just out of gas there, it looks like, and he's down there working an arm.
2: Well, you, you actually hit two points I was going to make. One, I don't want to be, like, hypocritical here, because I've said before, you know, oh, a match goes too long. Oh, a match wasn't short enough. But I was also going to point out Garvin in some of the matches he would have that would go five, six, seven minutes where he'd just stretch a bastard. And to be honest... Just this week I was rewatching that match where Garvin Ron Garvin that is – stretched Dexter Westcott and mm. we did a watch that along was a to beast. that and he he tied that guy up like a pretzel. I retweeted it on Twitter cuz I was like this is this is it was so ter- I mean I say I say terrible. It was so terrible in the best way of stretching a person. And but and it you, was,
3: you, that shit was worse than leaving a priest alone with a little boy. I mean go. That,
2: that was he, a
3: beast.
2: He twisted his legs and he had him sideways on the mat with his. It just the way he was cranking on that dude was ridiculous, and not cranking Wait, like man. Javorski. Uh, the way he was cranking back on that guy was ridiculous. But speaking long story of, short,
3: of that, can we get a well check over at the Javorski residence after that Monday night game? I mean, this um, will have already happened, but the but the Browns blew it to the to the Ravens either. night. I figured that guy might need. He might be swinging from a rope from the up above.
2: Harper, oh, how's he doing? I ain't been on Facebook since like Saturday. Maybe it's been a while. He's been
4: doing bad.
2: Okay, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's, that that Monday night game was was pretty brutal, bro. Yeah, those yeah,
3: they'll they bounce back. They, they overbooked that shit.
2: Nah, eh, they'll bounce. It was back. a good they'll game. It really hey, was. Yeah,
3: I don't mind the the hot shot booking if we're just if it's not my team.
2: Oh, yeah. I don't mind hey, if it's not my team.
3: We're only we're getting right back in there, by the way, if you didn't
2: notice. Okay. Let's keep going. Uh, Jim Ross throws us to Baton Rouge, where we saw Johnny Ace get injured while wrestling the New Zealand militia. This is a clip from NWA Pro. Uh, Doc, any thoughts on the footage we see and Johnny Ace getting injured? Not that I give a damn about Johnny Ace and the dudes. No. Just no, nothing else.
3: Hey, man, we used to do this back when the shows were 80 minutes. I don't have to talk about everything. And if I, I don't you. have to talk about everything, this is the thing I don't want to talk about.
2: Harper, you got anything from Johnny Hayes being injured?
3: No. Got hit That's with what a what fucking canteen.
2: <laughs> what the f-
4: okay, whatever.
2: There it, there it comes. <laughs> oh. Here it comes. Jacko victory. Oh! He, he, he looks like he clocked him, too. Uh, yeah, because it's probably
4: plastic. Yeah, of course. So so what?
2: Right. Johnny Ace gets injured. He's going to be out. Well, we'll hear more about that later. Uh, the New Zealand militia. Then we go back to center stage where we see the New Zealand militia. Yeah, Jacko look Victory. Look
4: at those tights, man.
2: Terrible. Mm. Look at the, it's like the dynamic dudes.
4: Fucking mm. L.A. gear or fucking tights. Mm. It's terrible.
2: Well, back at center stage, the New Zealand militia. Victory and Morgan defeat Mike Justice and George South. JR does mention during this match that Johnny Ace will be out for a few weeks healing up due to his jaw injury from the uh, canteen. Uh, uh, Doc, what you got from this one? Um,
3: not a lot. Yeah. I mean, the dudes being gone is, is a plus. <laughs>
2: It's pretty bad when you're like, hey, one of your top babyface tag teams being gone is a good thing.
3: Have you ever heard the term addition by subtraction?
2: Absolutely. Ooh. 100%. But I do agree with you. There's just not much here. I mean, if we're going to no. be
3: honest. And uh, I still think that Rick Morgan is underutilized. But you know what? Not my job.
2: Um, you're not gonna get no argument from me on this one. Well, mm. s- since we don't have anything,
3: you think that trio right there could down a case of beer in in less than fifteen minutes? Yeah, a case. That's twenty four beers. Yeah.
2: Once again, a case.
3: Uh, that's eight beer. That's eight beers a person, one every two minutes.
2: Dude, I saw. I don't want to say the wrestlers. Why not? Man, That's statue. Why were here. Hey,
3: we, hey, we ain't got ads. We gotta do something.
2: <laughs> I've seen a group of wrestlers, some old territory wrestlers, in a in an SUV. <sighs> About four of them kill kill a case inside of thirty minutes.
3: So we know we know everybody here knows that you only know Rod Price, Gibson, and Rich. So it must, and Tommy Rogers. So it must have been them.
2: Price and you was know I got
3: some I got some of them right
2: Price was one of them That's nice Dude he was, You could tell wrestlers Alcoholics too Cause they don't even care What kind of beer At least back in the 90s Yeah they just you like
4: just buy anything
2: Yeah Just, <laughs> just well, Buy what they, I, got, <laughs> the yeah, when I, when they got brother
3: Get the cheapest they got bro I When I didn't have money I didn't give a shit either Now I'm like I can I can do what I want.
2: All right. Well, let's go to Gary Hart, Jim Ross, and Terry Funk now for their promo.
0: Now, Terry Funk and Gary Hart. And the television championship we know has not been settled, and you're still not the world's champion. But I gotta admit, you're as close as I ever thought you had come. To be quite frank,
1: I have to admit that I have never been so embarrassed in my entire life by Ric Flair last week, because you see he took my tuxedo coat, then he took my boots, and he put on my boots, you never take a cowboy's boots, and then he put them around, and he danced around like a flamingo, a flamingo dancer. No, he was so light-footed whenever he was dancing that I know exactly why Ric Flair wears that $5,000 robe. I know exactly why Ric Flair fixes his hair so nice, and I know why Ric Flair should never be the world's champion. Yes, he got my boots, he got my coat, but I am going to get that world's championship belt, and you simple-minded people, don't you ever forget it. Let me just say this, Flair, and Sting. it's only just begun, I'm getting sick, are walking through airports all over this nation and people screaming, "Flair and Sting are number one. You may be number one today, but the game has only just begun. And we're going to finish.
2: Fans, we'll be back with more on World Championship Wrestling in just one moment. Doc, thoughts on Gary Hart and Terry Funk right there? I
3: didn't think it was their best, but since they're so believable in their characters, it's good. But... I mean, like he said. You don't take a cowboy's
2: boots. I agree with you. I think they can hit a solid single, and it looks damn good. And I can yeah, it.
4: that is true.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's like oh, you know, it's like in I don't know, um, I don't know, I don't, I don't know baseball statistics nowadays. But let's say whoever your whoever before the Corona season came out. You know, whoever your leading home run hitter was. It's like, oh, well, he's hit 50 home runs, but he got us a single this time. I mean, you're not going to fuss about the single, is my point. Uh, Harper, what would you think about it?
4: It wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't something different, but, hey, I'll fucking take it.
2: Hey, Doc, I like Harper's internet when he's by his girl's house. I think we're going to have to put a stipulation in the contract of BTT going forward. Harper's got to record over there from now on.
3: Because
2: he's (laughs) – He's crystal clear, doc. You hear him? Hmm. Interesting. No, no breaking up or nothing. Nothing. Huh. Very interesting. Maybe anyway.
3: it's maybe it's the antibodies. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, we go from Gary Hart and Terry Funk to Michael Hayes and Jimmy Garvin, um, the Freebirds, NWA World Tag Team Champions. They defeat Ray Lloyd. Yes, Ray Lloyd. And Bob Emory. Doc, any thoughts on this?
3: They came out to Freebird here, which I found <laughs> really interesting. Um, just because I figured it would be, by this era, it would have been Bad Street 100% of the time. I like, man, that Bad Street song, it's a great entrance song. Don't I mean, don't get me wrong. It's, it, it, it's perfect for wrestling music. But, man, I like hearing them come out to Freebird. Man, I remember back in the 80s, in Dallas, they'd, they'd hit that free bird and it was slow. And Gordy and Robertson and Hayes would take a long time getting to the ring and they'd just come down that aisle slow. It, 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 there was something to that.
2: That song was perfect. I mean, not only was it perfect because of the name, but it was perfect for them.
3: Yeah. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I love Bad Street is awesome. I just like them both, so it's good to hear. I, I miss Gordy. They always need Gordy. He must be in he must be in Japan. Um, i i did did notice uh, Michael did a little bit of uh, Dick dancing for the people. You think he Dick dances for Vince now? No. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you what, think he still do the moonwalk? But the story is on Conrad's Pods is that he got drunk at Stephanie's wedding and had to be like corralled because he got a a live mic. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Can you imagine how much value he must add to the product to do that at the little princess's wedding and not get fired?
2: It just always kills me how the biggest screw ups get the best jobs.
3: Yeah, no,
4: for
5: real. And, and I'm not,
2: them. I'm not talking about Hayes as a wrestler screw. I'm talking about that dude's done some things that would burn bridges for most people, <laughs> and he's still up there working.
3: Uh, the Freebirds were famous for peeing on people.
2: I'm just saying, man, you know, and when I say work and I know not. Knowing,
3: How many I times guess, do like, you think Michael's had to get, talk to HR or go to sensitivity training since they've been in
2: It's a mere. I mean, like, it's truly and I say this with respect to them being a publicly traded company. Now mm-hmm. I know they haven't always been one. So keep in mind what I'm about to say. I'm I'm saying it due to the, you know, the fact that they're publicly traded. It's a miracle in my opinion that he's still there. Just based on that. I mean,
3: you want to tell me that a guy like Kane survived in that environment for that many years. It'd be like he seems like a very respectful, intelligent guy. Absolutely. Makes perfect sense. sense. The guy became a mayor for God's sakes. Okay.
2: He's taking a sip of his white claw.
3: There you go. That wasn't me. That was you.
2: well it, wouldn't it really wasn't. Who's dragging Rolling Rock?
3: He that that's that's COVID man over there. Oh. That's fucking butt ice. You you need to have a COVID angle when you come out of this in Wildcat. You're, you're immune locker. to this thing. And so you've inoculated all you've given all of your the house of hard, hard body the virus so they're immune I to should everything. Do
2: Hard body COVID 19 Harper.
4: Survivor (laughs) 2020, bitches.
3: COVID man. All right. Secret COVID man. (laughs) 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 So, my point is like Michael Hayes ain't going to survive. How does he survive? What was Jimmy Valiant going to do for 20 years in a a corporate wrestling environment? Um.
4: I'm and a, to be amazing. honest,
3: that's just Jimmy Garbutt East... didn't survive. I mean, wouldn't he have for like a half an hour? And he was a pilot in a corporate setting. The problem here is it's not just the guys you think. Mike, you, you brushed up against the end of the territory, guys. How many of any of them were going to survive in a corporate wrestling environment, God, especially you're... on the office side?
2: 0.01%. And for people who don't know math... Approximately, approximately how many out of a thousand doc is 0.01? Not many. Okay, that's my point. Yeah, it wouldn't have been many. They just weren't built for it. It's not their fault. No. It's it's, it's...
3: Com- and it's why Corny's upset all the time. It's completely ant- antithetical to everything the wrestling business was built to be, is to make it a corporate entity. It was. It was completely built to be completely different than a corporate entity.
2: It's it's right. People
3: that, the people that grew up in that,
2: there's no way. Yeah. It. It was like when um, Corey Graves and Booker T were having that feud a few years back, and I remember listening to one of Wade Keller's shows at the time, and Wade was like, like, they've. And like, how childish are they? Once, once it came out that they were working, which Doc and I said from the get go, they're working. It's a publicly traded company. Booker T is not going to be like I'm gonna whoop him and it be real because if he really whoops him, there's going to be a problem in HR.
3: HR is going to have to give some coaching and counseling to Booker T. I mean, they may not, they may not fire him because, and I'm being serious, because he's a black man. It ought to be that they don't fire him because he's Booker fucking T. Yeah,
5: for but, real.
3: But...
2: But Wade that, was like... Not,
3: stocks are being traded. This is rich people's money. Wade. This ain't This ain't how this shit goes
2: down. And Wade's like, oh my god, that's just so childish. I'm like, dude, what do you think wrestlers do? You've been covering this sport for 25 years or 20 plus years, almost 30 years. That's what they do. Wrestlers are How the most they... immature, childish individuals on the planet. They got
3: into this so they wouldn't have to fucking go to a real job. Yeah, That's they don't right. want a real fucking job. They're like Harper, the... Harper, you got a real job. How cool is that? It, it sucks. sucks.
4: <laughs> I mean, I don't you, know.
2: You'd, ra- you'd rather you'd rather be one going... well, okay.
4: o- 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 K and fucking insurance.
3: That's it. But Mike but Mike and I aren't waking up every day living the dream for real, brother. We're knocking out rent.
2: Yeah.
4: Fucking losers.
2: <laughs> right. All right. Well, on that note, I think we beat that horse to death. Let's go to Jimmy Garvin and Michael Hayes, the Freebirds, with Jim Ross. Here they are. The
0: Freebirds have had a recent altercation many of you fans may have seen with the Steiner. And I got to thank Jimmy, in all reality terry Gordy's sucker punch to rick steiner was not not called for
1: let me tell you something jim ross if you can't take the heat get out of the stinking kitchen now i've heard rumors going around that the steiners are crying well i gotta be real frank with you ladies and gentlemen we don't have a lot of patience when it comes to idiots and we're dealing with idiots number one they're idiots because they think they can beat the greatest tag team in the world. That's an idiot. Number two, they have the audacity to call us sissy. Now let me tell you something, baby. All you fat, out of shape, old men out there, take a look next to you. Whether it's your girlfriend or your wife, in your most intimate moments, she's thinking of the birds. A lot of people, what does PS stand for, Michael? PS is everybody knows stands for purely sexy and if you wonder why our big machine gun brother Bam Bam is up on Freebird Mountain instead of here right now, it's cause his services right now are not necessary. Now you listen here, stupid Steiners, that's right, they said give the boy compassion, he's slow, he's naive, he don't understand. He understood this, and you will understand it time and time again and again. Cause remember this, you best be careful what you ask for cause you just might get it. And don't ever forget that heaven don't want us and hell (laughs) afraid will take over.
2: All right, fans. He got to wear that line out. Doc, your thoughts? Garvin looks
3: bloated up, man. Yeah. And he's got a little gray in that beard now. Pressure's been wearing him out. Um, I liked it. It was good. I mean, Garvin basically said, Your women are thinking about us. And Hayes basically called Rick Steiner retarded in 889 terms. Oh, Lord. And then. And then fin- said, finish what you're "Speaking of about.
4: retarded, yeah, come on." <laughs>
3: <laughs> you would think, with your near brush with death, that you would have, you know, become a little more sensitive to things. <laughs> so I don't even know what to say anymore, bro. What kind of woman
4: is getting fucked by her? Oh, man, and thinking about fucking Jimmy Garvin. <laughs> that's what I, uh, I want to fucking know.
3: Well, there was a time when Kevin Sullivan would have said that was precious, but. Oh.
2: I mean, that's that's what I thought when he said that. I was like, good God. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a it was a good line, you know, telling all the dudes out there that while you're sexing up your woman, she's thinking of the free birds. I mean, that's yeah, it that is kind of funny. And Michael Hayes just gotta wear out the line about heaven and hell. Why does that Jeez. bother
3: you? When did you turn on Michael Hayes? <laughs> it's,
2: just, it's just every time he says it, I think of when Harper said explain the T shirt to everybody that you always see in the in the old trucker stops back in the day. Yeah. I just think I I just think of that every time he says it. I've got that image in my mind.
4: Girl, imagine the chick's got her dildo and a what? couple of uh, <laughs> A chick's got her dildo by the bed and a couple fucking issues of like Pro Wrestling Illustrated and are all turned to Jimmy Garvin.
2: (laughs) What a left field. (laughs) It's nice. All right. I don't want that image in my mind of Jimmy Garvin and a chick. Oh, God. All right. Let's keep going. JR throws it to. Flying Brian Pillman and Norman the Lunatic with Lance Russell and Bob Cottle on commentary from Baton Rouge. Uh, Pillman's going to win this match, but after the match, Norman, with the direction of Teddy Long, attacks Pillman and leaves him laying in the ring. Um, and I kind of feel bad for Pillman here, but boy, yeah.
3: Here, here we're gonna we're gonna get you a big. You know, you're about to do your. You cut your first promo on TV. We're gonna start pushing you, and you got to go in there. And wrestle some fat bastard in his jambies.
2: <laughs> he still, he still oozes charisma. Oh yeah. I mean, it ain't his fault that this was. We were like, "Wow, what the hell?" I, I, what's I. With the I key? What's with the what?
3: The gold, it's the key, key. It's the key to victory.
2: I, Look at that <laughs> backdrop! Just slid off him. Um, let me tell you something. I've been saying this for weeks. I think it is a treat for us to go back and watch Brian Pillman this early. Because a lot of people will remember him from the Monday Night Wars and you know the Loose Cannon. Dude, he was great before that. And I mean, again, this is this is before you know. The, the various tag teams he was in, and he he's just good, man. Look at the people cheering. I mean, just a quick win right there against Norman. Norman's going to attack him after. The dude just oozes charisma. But, Doc, any other thoughts before we keep going?
3: I don't know how you don't watch this and go, we need to put the TV title on Pillman and fire Norman. Yeah, this is
4: fucking retarded. Then he attacks hey, him. Hey, hey,
2: hey, hey. Oh,
4: I- I'm sorry. It, <laughs> he said it. it like,
2: a few times.
4: It's like, have you seen my baseball? And, and that's he told me no. The, that's so just he used the, to shit out of him. That's just the,
3: for all the people out here, that's the Redemsavir talking. That Harper's on. He he's okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Sorry. My finger. I'm
4: sorry.
2: I've right. got nothing I'm, more I've got nothing more on this, you know.
4: There's the key. Dude, what's the with key, the key
3: for real? The key to victory.
2: What is with That's the key? That's what
3: that is for real? I think so. I I'm having to do some reading on this eighty nine because I ain't never seen it before. Like sequentially.
2: Well, you're not wrong with guy. that.
3: That's a guy right there that will fuck the money by the toddler watches.
2: Well, what Doc is talking about is we're about to go to a promo with uh, Brian Pillman. He's with JR back at center stage. Here it is. To be in Baton Rouge
0: to see that event, and i tell you something, I thought the guy was going to crush your ribs. I appreciate you taking the time to come out here and speak with us. This is one of the biggest men in the sport, Brian, and it's a tremendous challenge for him.
1: We know he's kind of goofy, but he's certainly a force to be reckoned with. I think that was a pretty graphic illustration of what took place the other night in Baton Rouge. and I'm not going to waste a lot of time ranting and raving about it. Because I'm here to wrestle. That's what brought me to the NWA. It was the ultimate competitive challenge of being here in the NWA. It was a hard-fought victory. I feel fortunate that I did get the victory in the chain of events that took place afterwards. It makes me feel like maybe I won the battle and lost the war. So what I'd like to do now, if possible, if I can put it in a nutshell for Mr. Long. No pun intended, peanut head. I'd like to challenge Norman. I'd like to challenge him right now to a match, hopefully here on TBS tonight.
0: All right, well we'll get Teddy long out here, Brian, and we'll uh, we'll issue that challenge. I'm sure he's hearing it right now. We'll we'll address that a little bit later in the program and we'll be back with the danger zone and Paulie in one more
2: It was nothing spectacular, but to me it was great cuz it's like Pillman, it's just a young Pillman and he I mean, he just seems believable and that's the main thing uh point I wanted to get across. Like you look at him cut that promo, he seems believable. Doc, what did you have?
3: There's a couple of things to build upon that. One thing he does that's really, I think, natural, but really good. He does a little eyebrow lift to add a little bit of emphasis into what he's saying. (laughs) Charismatic, natural. We usually say this about your people, Mike, but he's well-spoken. Oh, come on. What's that supposed to mean? He can string together sentences. He's not uncomfortable out there with his rap. He's got a rap. And it's a different rap, but it's a rap. Man, I'm telling you, he's built. He can wrestle and it appears that he can talk. We need to we need to do something quick with this guy.
2: Yeah, you ain't got no argument for me on that one, dude. And here's
3: the thing. It doesn't take I mean to me other than the vast riches I have amassed from this show, I've never earned a dime in the wrestling business and I can see it. Even Jim Hurd I'd be able to see it. <clears throat> you like that revisionist history now that we're painting that Jim Hurd wasn't that bad?
2: What are you talking about?
3: You don't know anything about this, do you? What? What? Conrad Conrad interviewed Jim Hurd. I He's know like, yeah, that, he,
2: but I mean yeah. I, I didn't it's on there, now, like...
3: now now the story is. Oh, uh, well, yeah, there were some dumb things, but there were a lot of great things during that time, too. Oh, but the, the great things were the, the superstars that knew how to work holding on. Jim Did you Hurst. listen to it? No, I don't. That, that shit costs money. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I'm buying beer, dude. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, do you read here's a lot the, here, about it?
3: Here's the. Yeah. Well, I've I've been hearing. I listen to Conrad's podcast because I'm a fan of some of the work that he does. Unlike you, and but no, here's here's the thing, Harper. We're still doing virtual school because people like you are still out there in the bars catching Rona. Oh, and so I don't get to listen to a lot of podcasts during the day anymore. See. Mike and I are sacrificing our lives so that you can live your life just how you want it to be.
2: Thank circle, you. Circle, circle, dot, dot.
3: Yeah. We're, we're paving the ground for your ass eating.
2: Mm. <laughs> so he can do that and go to pound town.
3: We're at the factory building the knee pads so that you can get, don't hurt your knees when you're down there. Come on.
2: Okay. Uh, where, where were we going? You were talking about. you were talking need about to
3: Pillman to Pillman and fire Norman. There's where we were going. I just think
2: yeah, it's incredible. I mean, Brian, Go ahead, Oprah.
4: If any woman is thinking about fucking a wrestler while she's fucking her old man, it's fucking Brian Pillman.
3: I just. What about, what about Luger? Oh, yeah, Luger.
2: I just think it's. It's kind of crazy. You watch him at this stage and you're like, man, this is before the Hollywood Blondes. This is before loose cannon. And he's still damn good.
3: He's got a natural aptitude.
2: That's it. You look at him and go, that dude's got it.
3: And that's the biggest problem with today's wrestling is that they think if they can do moves... Then they're there And I would say that the people that Over five years of doing this In this show that we gravitate to, to the most And I heard I did hear Conrad talking about this recently It's not what you do It's how you fill the space between what you do It's the facial The little things The the appearance the, the You know I hate to say it but when it comes to wrestling Either you got it or you don't and then those who have it can build upon it.
2: I, I don't I don't know what the conversation was about with Heard and Conrad. I, I actually would love to listen to it, but I'm not a paying customer. So Yeah there's that. How much um, is it? I don't know. But I will say this about it. Missy if you remember I read the tweet a few weeks ago on the show, uh, somebody had said something about it and then Missy was like, um, Oh, God heard whatever. And then Conrad replied to Missy and said, I'll get you a link, Missy. Like, I guess he was going to send her the the free file. And she was like, no, thanks. I have no interest in listening to uh, revisionist history or his version of it or whatever. And I mean, look, whether you like Missy or not is relevant. The, The thing is, Missy was there and she's dealt with it. So I'm sure she's. Of course, and she's got a whole strong. lot
3: smarter to the business than she gets credit for. Yes, she
2: is. She really is. If you, if you read her tweets, uh, and, and when she's talking about wrestling and talking about even Japan and just other places, Missy is very smart. So I mean, I mean I, if,
3: let's be honest, she knows her wrestling. Was, did, midweek, when Harper was on the ventilator, Mike and I were like going through the BTT succession plan. We were like, maybe we should instead of we'll bypass Silva, maybe we should talk to Missy. Well,
2: That'd be can perfect. You imagine but she Missy. should have a,
3: pa- a, 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 a podcast.
4: She'll be can, great for for one.
2: Can you imagine Missy being a co host on this show? Missy, mm-hmm. get at me. We'll we'll give you your own show. DMs
3: I, I, at BTT I'd wanna, underscore I want to give her something else.
2: Okay. Come See, on. they. Look, what's wrong You're with married. you?
3: I can't help it, man.
2: What's and, your problem?
3: Grow well, the fuck up, man. She came about. She. I, I came across her. <laughs> to use the term. Oh. Um. I can't. I came across her. Right at the time I was coming across a lot of things. Come on.
2: I think we should move on. Brian Pillman was great there. Jim Hurd is a bum. And Doc and all of us loved Missy Hyatt in 1989, for damn sure. Let's keep going. Teddy Long here, he's with Jim Ross. Jim Ross is great here. Just listen to Jim, but then uh, we'll listen to the whole thing, obviously, here it is.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here on World Championship Wrestling. Earlier in the hour, Flying Brian challenged. Teddy Long to sign a contract for today for Norman the Lunatic and Flying Brian right here today. Now, you have heard the challenge, Teddy, and I want to apologize. I have slipped a time or two and called you peanut head on these broadcasts, and, and I'm going to do my best to never call you peanut head ever again. Well,
1: I want you to start doing your best right now, and don't say it again, okay? Now, let me tell one thing right now, Norman and I, we've already beat him up. We don't have to keep on proving ourselves to him, okay? So all I've got to say to Flying Brian, that he has already landed, and I'm not going to let Norman do anything. So his challenge, my answer is no, okay? Well, that's certainly
0: surprising. Teddy Long says no to Flying Brian. Well, Teddy Long is the big man. Sid Vicious will be in the ring with one-on-one competition. Let's go
2: now back up to Rhubarb Jones. That's the old-school wrestling things that JR did right there. I apologize. I'll never say peanut head again. Let me repeat. I'm sorry, Teddy. I won't say peanut head again. And what does the crowd do? They start chanting peanut head. It's just, that's the old-school territory wrestling things. Doc, your thoughts on Teddy Long right there?
3: Mm, about the same as yours. Yeah.
2: Hopper, anything else?
3: Not really, no.
2: All right, we'll I'm just going. looking
4: at Steve. Steve Casey. These fucking jabbers are looking good.
2: Well, we got Sid Vicious coming out now, and like Hopper said, we've got Steve Casey rating waiting in the ring for him. This match goes like under a minute and yeah. is what We're you'd going, expect.
4: It's like, I keep thinking of like going to like a, a fucking homecoming dance when they walk through that fucking thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you want to explain it, Hopper, when they come out at Center and what State? What do you call that? That uh, Tass like, Tinsel? Task, like yeah, Tinsel. It's like the fucking Christmas uh, Tinsel. It's really what it's like.
3: Bro, that that shit looks like a broke-ass medieval time. For real, bro. <laughs> well, it is
2: 1989.
4: So? I don't care. Look how small... The fucking background
3: is. You see how small How many, how many yeah. of those kinds of interests did you come through in your wrestling time, Mike?
2: I came through interests better than that. That's what's funny. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, not all the time, but like, like Wildcat's got a decent uh wrestling yeah, entrance yeah. and t-
4: well, it's fucking cheap if you do it right.
2: Yeah, and it doesn't 30 years cost ago. a lot. And um, they got a not- fucking budget well yeah that's the other thing Um, but no I mean a lot of indies even in the 90s I mean you get one of them smoke machines for just a few bucks and exactly, and then
3: here's, you build,
2: build a cheap little entryway and you're good
3: I don't care what the entrance looks like they could just walk out for all I give a shit the problem I have with this and Sid gets down on his knees and really just kneecaps fucking Steve Casey with that but Sid didn't have any music yeah, I noticed that.
2: And we I'm know it's not sh- edited off because this is this is the original footage.
4: They fucking took a while for for him to uh, be called to the ring.
3: And man, I am digging these on the drive because of the the real music because it adds so much more. I'm gonna cut a promo on this next week. By the way, there you go. Look at that clothesline.
2: I'm gonna yep, cut a promo it is what on what? It
3: is. Um music.
2: And oh okay. wrestling. Cool. Yeah, no. I'm good. I'm good. That's something to look forward to. There you go. All right, Doc. Any thoughts on Sid and Steve Casey here?
3: It is what it is. Yeah. yeah I, that's what I got.
2: Alright, so after Sid defeats Steve Casey, R.I.P. Steve Casey. Um what died, passed away recently. Didn't he?
3: I didn't know that. No, come on, don't say that. Come on. I thought don't so just, you just threw that out there pretty casually.
2: Yeah, I thought so. Hold I on! not heard f- that. Uh, well, real quick, while I double check, because I thought, I thought I heard oh, that. Good. Maybe um, The Midnight Express are going to defeat Fred Avery and the Enforcer. Um, Doc, any thoughts on that while I'm looking this up?
3: I thought I was looking it up, but what are we doing? The Enforcer and who? Steven. Oh, the Midnight. The uh, Midnight, yeah. yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. This is the best moment of having these on the drive. Because the Midnight's have the best entrance music of all time.
2: You goddamn right. Well, I don't know all time, but dum, it's dum, one dum, of the
3: dum, best. Oh, uh, passed is... away,
2: sir, on December 9th. Wow.
3: Uh, wow.
2: Yeah, that's so what I thought.
3: He lost to Rona, but Bart
2: no, we dead. don't. We don't. We don't. We don't know why he passed away. Yeah. How, what happened? Um, but he passed, uh, but go back to what you were saying about the music on the it's drive. The, You're talking it's about the, the
3: best entrance music ever.
2: It's one of the best for damn sure. Freebird's great too. I mean, you, you can't knock Freebird.
3: Hey man, get back to, get back to the Von Ericks with ZZ top, man.
2: And when we say music, we're just saying music. We're not talking about the actual entrances. We're We're just talking strictly music. I mean, you got to put the Road Warrior music up there, too.
3: You're damn right you do. Um, I'm factoring all that in when I say what I say. The Midnights have the best theme, wrestler music
2: theme ever. Hopper, any thoughts on the Midnight defeating Fred Avery and the Enforcer? Well, I guess he went to the dump. He, um, that got you. Who's this he's, ref? He's, he's taking a piss. I don't know who the ref is, but this uh, Enforcer. <laughs> This is a shame they're still doing this enforcer thing that, as a rib. That's
3: kind of some bullshit.
2: It really is cuz i mean you know if they were going to do it right they'd have made him like kind of like you know WWF did with Goldberg. Like mm-hmm. if they really wanted to do it they could have did it like that. This is just giving him the name the enforcer and putting him in red tights. Red, red, you know, mask and just dumb. whatever. Yeah. Okay. It's
4: like the Russian gimmick, but not.
2: Yeah, it's just dumb. Uh, Hopper, I was I was asking, did you have anything else from this match before we move forward?
4: No, not really.
2: Okay, I'm gonna say something here coming up in this next promo, and I actually want to ask Doc. Doc, I don't have anything from it. Did I miss something from Corny in the Midnight? I thought it was meat, meat and potatoes.
3: It was meat and potatoes. Yeah, I had two things, and neither of them were were about the promo. I laughed because Bobby shook JR's hand. And my other question was, whatever happened to the U.S. tag titles?
2: Oh, that's true, huh? They're going to have a tournament.
3: When? At the Crockett Cup?
2: Dude, I can't even remember when this tournament is coming up, but that's that's what's happening.
3: Okay, let's do it, man.
2: Let's keep going. Uh, like I said, they're they're mean It's not bad or anything. It's just they're they're really meat and potatoes. We're gonna keep going though. We're gonna go to Paul Lee right now. Paul, I think Paul Lee is about to cut a good promo. So here yeah,
0: he is. Big Ron Simmons in action in just a few moments. We've heard from Jim Cornette later in the hour. I'll be speaking with the Road Warriors. I hope they don't come out here during this interview. And uh, but the situation with your man, we're gonna see Samu and Hawk later in the hour on the Power Hour, Paul. The cage match. That's what we want to talk about, I would assume. There comes
1: a time in the life of every man when he has to face reality. Reality for you, Paul Ellering. Reality for you, Animo and Hawk, is that at the Marietta Massacre, you tasted your own blood. Not only did you taste your own blood, but you tasted your own partner's blood. The biggest, baddest, roughest, toughest team in the history of this sport tasted their own blood partner's blood. You see, gentlemen, no longer are you reality. Reality's not a bunch of guys with funny haircuts, wearing Tammy Baker makeup, trying to intimidate people that can't be intimidated. I am your reality. The SST is your reality, because reality is a world where people burn the flag of their own country. Reality is a world where nobody is safe overseas. We are your reality. You don't need to pass the course of the most vicious tag team in the world to us. We took it from you. And in the cage matches, we're going to burn you with that damn torch. We are your reality. We are the SST. I am Pauline Idrisley. And in the cage matches, gentlemen, you have entered the danger zone. All right. Well, that's quite enough from you, my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, Rhubarb Jones
2: is in the ring and standing by. I thought that was excellent, Doc. What did you think? I
3: did too. I thought it was the first real time that we saw the ECW poly creeping out because he was bringing about real world things. It was real. It was more edgy. It was not, oh, my daddy and Wall Street and I make some calls to the special people. It's like you're not safe around the world and people are burning flags. And it was more raw and real than we've seen from him.
2: Harper, your thoughts?
3: Yeah, yeah. I
4: I think it was great. I think the next one's fucking the fucking danger zone's fucking awesome too that he does.
2: He um he said the two lines he said, We made you taste your own blood and we are your reality. Yep. I thought that was he really also good.
3: basically made fun of them for painting up their faces too. Yeah, with <laughs> Tammy Faye. Remember her? It's, oh oh yeah. yes. <laughs>
5: yeah.
3: Her ex-husband is still like selling. You should, in fact, you should get on that. He's selling Rona, like Rona treatments.
4: What? I thought he was in jail.
3: No, no, he got out of jail, and and like on his network or internet feed or whatever, he's selling like things that'll keep you safe from Rona. I think.
4: Oh my god, he should be in
3: fucking jail. He should be in wrestling. Yeah.
2: All right, well, speaking of wrestling. Mike
3: and I have talked about the fact that people in religion and people in wrestling are both trying to separate you from your money, and Mm -hmm. and the provos aren't that different. (laughs) (laughs) Once and for all, brother.
2: Well, it was like (laughs) Doc and I said on one of those patron shows many years ago. So what would happen is you'd go to the wrestling on a Friday or Saturday night, and you'd get separated from your money. You'd go to church on Sunday morning. You'd get separated from your money. By the time Monday rolled around, you had to roll your sap ass out of bed because you had to go make some more money. (laughs) how it was. Now we've got Ron Simmons in the ring. He's going to defeat John Brewer. The Iron Sheik comes down the ringside during the match. Jim Ross tells us that Simmons has been training with the Sheik. And that's why Sheik, that's why Sheik is out there. Simmons is just abusing this poor bastard in the ring. I love 1989 NWA, Simmons and Sheik holding up the Iranian flag. Doc, your thoughts on Ron Simmons abusing John Brewer and the Sheik at ringside?
3: I just want to know what the training consists of, that's all.
2: Said last week, what do you think it's like when those two get a hold of a rat?
3: Yeah, no. huh? Hold my... You hold the joint, I'm going in. Mm, that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> Why be dude, original?
2: Dude, Simmons is holding up the Iranian flag with the what shit. shit is that? I don't know what to... Like, if you'd asked me, I saw a lot of 89 shit. If you'd asked me if I remember Simmons and the Sheik holding up the flag, I'd have been like, No. Shut up. Get out of here. Dude, this is Saturday night. Yeah.
4: (laughs) I tell you one thing. They can say what about the Sheik. The crowd still responds to him. That's
2: it. Look at that Harper just nailed it. We make fun of the Sheik and we laugh Mm -hmm. and we make jokes. But the fact of the matter is when he comes out, he gets a reaction. Yeah, he does. And I'm with Doc. I miss Sheik promos. I think they dropped the ball when they sent Sheik home. Because not only Hell, were they paying him, you, they weren't using him.
3: If you don't want that damn gun in the ring, make him a manager. Oh, he
2: got, God. Do you imagine that?
3: Well, he's got a stable of, of young black men that he's radicalizing.
2: <laughs> and then
3: years later... Whoa. Ron Simmons becomes Farouk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's so true.
3: <laughs> wow.
2: That's a tie in.
3: That's long term booking right That's there. That's <laughs> real long term booking.
2: Dude, that was 12 years later. What are you talking about? I mean, like, not, well, 10 years later. Um. All right. So after that, Simmons wins. What were you about to say, Doc, before I keep uh, going? So after that Simmons wins Uh, Sting cuts a promo It's like not even a minute long This wasn't goofball Sting He was like real serious and uh, It was okay But that's all I had from it Doc your thoughts
4: Nothing Where's his fucking makeup
2: Got his sunglasses on He don't need his makeup Yeah whatever Well I'll tell you something that's going to brighten you guys mood the Steiner brothers with Missy Hyatt are about to defeat Bill Ford and Trent Knight. Welcome Robin Green, jungle. welcome to the jungle. That's right, playing. Robin Green and Rick Steiner share some M and M's before the match and during the match. Scott Steiner is manhandling these guys while Rick Steiner continues to eat M and M's on the outside with Robin Green, his uh, his spoggy. Uh, mm. there's Missy. Here comes Rick. Mm. There's Scott. There's Robin Green. They're going to share some m ms With the it's fucking safe. free
4: commercial, huh? What the fuck?
2: Yeah. Bro, wait I till next you, week. I bet you, you m ms wasn't even a sponsor.
4: Right, right. That's what I'm saying. They probably went to the concession <laughs> stand and be like, yeah, fuck it. Peanut fucking m ms Grab that. That's exactly what happened.
2: That is exactly what happened. All right. Robin Green. I'm still amazed. Because when she comes out of that show. Oh, my wait God. Wait till next
4: week. It's like that movie, uh, She's All That. Remember that?
3: No, but what about Earth Girls Are Easy? That, yeah. I watched that on, on Comet. Well, yeah, you sent us a text.
4: Yeah. I, I forgot it was like a fucking musical.
2: Harper's at home watching Comet and Charge on regular TV all day. Texting mm-hmm. me and Doc while we're on the shoot job.
4: Sucks to be you.
2: <laughs> but my luck I'd get the Rona and damn near die so I you'd guess be
3: fucking, just... you'd be fucking chewing on a damn ventilator yeah if you're like oh god I, I should have worn my
2: mask <laughs> uh, Doc any thoughts on the Steiners, Missy and this match with Bill Ford and Trent Knight
3: uh, you know they're gonna say we wrestle and then we're making the Steiners goofs I don't like that part of it uh, can I get 5707?
2: Oh Jesus. I was about to go to the um to the promo. Here's 57. Look
3: at this.
4: Oh, the fucking German. Yeah. yeah. That shit look rough.
3: <laughs> Boom. Dude, was... that
4: guy looks like the guy that's. Like, "Hey, bro, you got a dollar? You got a cigarette?" He's <laughs> the ni- he's he's
3: 1989 killer Tim Brooks.
2: Hopper's right. That's the dude. Bro, I get a cigarette off you.
3: Yeah, you got
4: a dollar. Uh.
2: Oh, she's excited. Mm. Um, yeah, Bet okay.
4: Four drinks, butt ice.
3: So do <laughs> you? Yeah.
2: Did they have butt ice in
4: 1989? No, no, no that, that was, was a '90s thing. Yeah. Mm.
2: All right, so we're gonna keep going. So we got the Signer Brothers now. They're about to cut a promo. Here it is. I think this is good.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the most coveted tag team titles in all the sport, the World Tag Team Championship, I think, and I know the fans would probably agree, would look great around the waist
1: of the Steiner brothers. Jim Ross, not to get off the subject, when my is playing basketball with Robin and his girlfriend right over there. Yeah. Hey, shut up! Leave my girlfriend out of this, will you? Okay. Jim Ross, you talk about great teams, great tag teams, is down in history. Well, me and my brother here want a chance in our day in history. And we want to prove to all the people out there that we are the tag team to be reckoned with. And we're gonna go after you, skyscrapers. You're going, Scottie, you're we doing don't good. care how tall you are. You might be six, eight. We don't care how tall you are physically, but switching sides, brother, how big is your heart? It's not as big as me, brother. We become all Americans at University of Michigan by backing down from nobody. Hey, how about them 60 free birds? They ain't worth two sets! Right, 53! Yeah, they sissies are what? Huh? Look at that. What? What about, what about Lex Luger? Lex Luger, what kind of packages he comes out and sends you total packages? Total package
0: or what? He may need to be unwrapped, I don't know. No. Maybe
1: he ain't unwrapped. Tell you what, Lex Luger, you ain't gonna have no chance flex in the ring, my brother. you're going to take your head off.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, I'll tell you something. You
0: guys are ready. There's no doubt about it. The Freebirds better beware. The Skyscrapers. No matter who it the is. I don't care who it is. And we wish you the very best of luck. Purely sissy. That's what P.S. Michael Hayes is. Purely sissy. Alright, fans. Thanks very much to Missy Hyde, the First Family, and the Steiner Brothers fans. Never a
2: dull moment. And we'll be back. Dude, <laughs> with Steiner flexes, he's <laughs> such a goofball. Look at him. <laughs> Look at him right there.
4: It. If they ever do a sequel to What's Eating Gilbert Grape, he needs to play uh, fucking Leo's character.
2: Doc, you got any follow-ups on that one? Or did you go get a beer? Oh, he's such an alcoholic. Explain he does it you, so perfectly. Explain what you mean by that. You you legit think he's a special person. You think he's got a little bit of, like,
4: he's uh, got a screw loose.
2: Yeah, like because it doesn't seem like an act. He's so good at it. Right. I mean, look at him right there when he's flexing like Luger. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a goof. He's he's just a goofball. It's so great. Ah, uh, I was I hoping to get this. Uh, it's like okay, that's comedy in wrestling right there, and it's funny, but it's not insulting.
4: But you really think he's a a, a fucking, uh, you know? I mean, whatever. Like,
2: yeah.
3: Can you can, can you hear Slow. me?
2: We can hear you yeah. now. We couldn't hear you.
3: I had to go piss. All right. Okay. You, Did that's... you? You were talking about Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, you ever watch Wolf of Wall Street? Not yet. I should, huh? Yeah, that's a crazy movie,
2: bro. Would Blind you think Brian's of? Back. Would you think of Steiner in that promo, Rick Steiner?
3: Uh, they're they're still figuring out who they are.
2: That's all right. They're 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 already made, in my opinion, right here.
5: Okay. All
2: right, we keep going. I thought I thought Steiner was hilarious. We got Brian Brian Pillman out here. He's going to defeat the uh bounty hunter. The bounty hunter's got a mask on and he's got a pretty damn good build. Yeah, who him. is
4: that guy? Cuz he looks like he's he's fucking big. Yep.
2: I swear it it He's almost figured, as big. I mean, you
4: can you can honestly say he's as big as a fucking road warrior. If he's not, he's fucking pretty close to it.
2: He's jacked. He's pretty damn jacked. I don't know who it is. Of course, I'll get a hundred tweets or DMs about who it is once we once his show airs. He's
4: obvious, green.
2: Yeah, you can tell he's. I don't know how to explain that
4: fucking it. Clothesline. Yeah, bro, you can tell he's. Uh, you know, he's not seasoned.
2: But he's jacked. He's jacked, bro. <laughs> you I see believe- yourself.
3: I believe that might be Al Green, the dog.
2: You can even tell how he takes a few bumps. Like that bump he took on the crossbody looked a little weird. Um, they were having a decent match. I mean, Pillman's about to go over. He's going to win with the reverse flying crossbody off the top rope. Norman is out here pissing Hopper off. Um yeah, what? do uh, you want Back to your mama's I got nothing. Norman's out there. Teddy Long's got the key. He's trying to convince Norman to come to the back and leave this thing alone. Yeah, that's it. Um, Doc, any other thoughts?
3: Not really.
2: Yeah. And these I ep- this
3: episode's long. Yeah. No.
2: The next one but, is I too. Think,
3: you know, here's the thing. They're gonna need to figure something out when baseball season's over, because unless we're gonna have some better promos. We can't do this. Yeah. Okay. That was, that's
4: Al Green. Yeah. You're right.
2: Well, there we go. We got the answer. All he right. Died
4: in, he died in, in uh, 2013. Who didn't? Seven years old. How old? 57.
2: That's too young. That's,
4: that's yeah. pretty old for a wrestler.
2: Yeah. Still too young. The older I get, that's still too young. All right, let's go now to the Road Warriors. I think he's got a uh, – Hawk's going to be preaching here. Here it is.
0: Superstars, ladies and gentlemen, the superstar tag team. In the NWA, the Road Warriors. And Pauly, dangerously out here earlier talking about reality. There's going to be some reality set in later tonight on the Power Hour in the captain's match when Hawk takes on Sam Moose. That's still to come. But what about reality?
1: Reality? Paulie, you know what reality is. Four times out of five years. Hey, team of the air, that's reality. Why don't you ask those other guys, and everybody knows who you are, what reality's all about. That's why we're not here in the NWA anymore, and we still are. Now, Samoas, you're gonna find out what reality really is in cage madness. No matter where it is, we're gonna kick your butt. Tell them, Hawk. you know something? That little worm, Pauline Dangerously forgot to mention it, is, is that it wasn't just the Samoans that put us away in Marietta. There were three free birds. It was five on two. And he said, we tasted our blood. Well, that was the only part of the match I like. I like tasting my own blood. So if i like tasting my own blood, can you imagine how much I would like tasting their blood? I'm going to like it a whole lot. Pauline Dangerously, you're a little man. Living in a big man's world. The Samoans, they're going back on a flotilla to that scumbag island they came off of. We sack on danger, dine on death, and dead men don't make money. All right, and
2: then. Hawk said, I like tasting my own blood, so imagine tasting yours. He
3: also also gave the 1989 version of Shithole Country by saying they were going back to a a scumbag island.
2: (laughs) Okay nice uh that was right.
4: good shit man when he says you're a a little man living in a big man's world
2: boy no shit
3: so i, I like sst i like everything but you're gonna tell me we couldn't figure out a way to start booking ourselves towards the steiners versus the road warriors
2: well i mean why would we do that right now
3: because that shit would draw money?
2: Yeah, it's two baby faces. Though. I mean. You'd...
3: Yeah, I mean. Let's turn one of them.
2: Well, I mean, uh, you can't, no, because you can't turn the Roe Warriors because we saw the, what happened the yeah, last year. Yeah, that time doesn't we tried, tried that. that
3: already. We'll have Steiner and. No. Steiner you can't. start mistreating no. Missy and, and Robin no. Green.
2: No, this is you why. Can't you can't have
3: a heel special person.
2: This is why you're not on the booking committee in
3: 89. Uh, you were?
2: No, this is why you you wouldn't have worked on it, though. I was 15.
3: They weren't going to hire me anyway.
2: Well, if you were 40, whatever you are now, in 89, that's why you would not have worked on a booking committee. Kevin Sullivan would have looked at you once and been like, you are stupid. Shut up. It ain't that hot, guys. We ain't building a rocket.
4: Yeah, where's he at?
2: He's in Japan. No, he's still there. But I thought the Real Warriors were good there. I don't agree with Doc talking about turning one of these teams. We know they can't turn the Real Warriors. They tried it. And it would be dumb to turn the Steiners because, well, look at Rick. I mean, you can't turn a special person. Not that he's really special, but he acts like one. Let's keep moving. Mike Rotunda, Captain Mike Rotunda. God, why did they go with that? Yeah, Uh, yeah,
4: that's the first time I noticed him him that. Is this the first time?
2: No, he's been they've been saying it. They've been saying really? it. It's what? yeah, but it don't it's dumb. Captain of um, what? <sighs> Captain Crunch. <laughs> always always comes back to cereal. <laughs> <laughs> um so the 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 finisher is a long TV match. Hell of a close on yeah. right there if you're watching on the video version. Long TV match. Dr. Death um the 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 ending is a little uneventful, but I guess that's what you're gonna get when you got you know two big stars on TV wrestling in a match. Doctor Death is DQ'd for throwing Rotunda over the top rope, but after the match, they throw Tommy Young to the side, and then Rotunda beats down Doctor Death. I felt like the crowd just kind of died at the end. I don't know, Doc. What did you think?
3: Doctor Death's in a helmet,
2: headgear. What are you, th- Jesus? Yeah. Do I have to teach um, you everything? That's amateur wrestling headgear. It's not a helmet.
3: Okay. Did they score a touchdown? Um, these are tough guys, but man, this was boring. And it was solid, but I just wonder what this. This would have been much better in '83 or '84. Oh yeah, definitely.
2: I think it would have been better if it just would have had a finish. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I just a lot of times, you know, we watch these old shows, and I in. I honestly think when we see the crowd reacting, that even makes us love something more that we already might love, and the crowd just—I don't know. To me, it just died. They—they
3: they have lost this crowd though. Tonight, next week, they have not figured out how to energize this bigger crowd. You got to yeah. get energized. That's the key to work.
2: <laughs> yeah, Energized. That's good. Uh, Harper, any other thoughts before we go to the closing promo with uh, the one and only Ric Flair?
4: No, I mean, the the finish was, eh. But, I mean, what are you going to, you know, it's a TV match.
2: Yeah. That's how I felt, too. I was like, it's, it's a TV match. We What's the part?
4: rock and roll at? When do they come back?
2: Harper, where have you been? They've been gone for a long time.
4: Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, like, I mean, they got to come back soon, huh?
2: Bro, I'm starting to think in my mind. I'm like, I don't think we see them for. Oh, shit. I'm bad with years. Because I know, remember, definitely... uh,
4: Ricky Morton turns heel,
2: and he's with, yeah.
4: uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, The Wall Street or whatever yeah, the fuck. Alexander is. York. Yeah. Uh
2: uh-huh. hmm. Um. God, what year is that? I think that's got to be 91. Damn. Yeah, I think we got a ways to go. I told you, wait till you see Norman and Abdullah.
3: Mm. Oh my God.
2: <laughs> we got to have some Abdu- fun times. Yeah.
3: If Abdullah doesn't stick his fork all the way through Norman, I quit. Yeah, yeah, really.
2: All right. Well, let's go to Ric Flair. I said the closing promo, and the reason I say that is because after Rick. There's Ranger Ross, who defeats Keith Steinborn with the worst superkick ever. And then Jim Ross ends the show. So this should have closed the show. Let's go to Ric Flair. He's got something to say.
0: We're back here, ladies and gentlemen. It's my privilege and pleasure to be here with the six-time heavyweight champion of the world, the one and only Nature Boy Ric Flair. And we all thought that on July 23rd, that it would end with rick flair and terry funk in that match but it seems that that was only the beginning and the matches i have seen have i have never seen any more physical confrontations you'd leave it all out there and so does he when you meet up
1: well lord jim you have thumbed it up we are crossing the united states of america terry funk and you know i'm talking to you Muda, I'm talking to you. The Samoan SWAT team, I'm talking to you. And oh, Lord have mercy, Lex Luger, I'm talking to you, pal. This is the National Wrestling Alive. And the names I just mentioned are just a few of the personalities entwined in the fight this sport on the face of this earth. Terry Funch, this time around, it's you and me. And I won our record. Woo! Just made and told the wrestling world that I wasn't found out until you were carried out. Well, you know what? When your name is Ric Flair, whether you like it or you don't like it, the bottom line is, Terry Funk, you're going to learn to love it because, pal, I'm going to have it my way. Woo. All right, fans, the one and only world heavyweight champion,
0: and
2: now let's go back up to the ring, and Rhubarb go. Doc, remember Burger King had that slogan?
3: That's exactly what I was about to say, you have it your way, yep.
2: Did yeah. did did Burger because King get that wedding. from him, or did or was that slogan? I don't remember that Burger King slogan until like the nineties.
4: I doubt he got it from Ric Flair,
2: <laughs> dude. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I maybe may, maybe my timeline's confused. I mean, I worked there in the early nineties, that's why I'm thinking that. But yeah. that was Burger King's you thing. Made? Oh man, way way too many.
3: I've made. I bet you, I made over ten thousand whoppers.
2: Oh, easily easy you know
3: that
4: that that fucking chicken My, sandwich I fucking used to love that
3: that shit was awesome but you got to be careful when you order that shit cuz I would have left that in there for hours oh yeah yeah you got to
2: you got to you got to order that fresh out the grease f o g yeah. seriously
3: Mike and I were like brothers from another mother cuz we've lived a similar life
2: I wouldn't go that far outside of Burger King and enjoying classic wrestling.
3: What else is there?
2: (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) I asked Doc. Doc never drove an old fucking Skylark. I drove a a Cutlass Supreme.
2: I had a Cutlass at one point, too.
3: 79? Oh, wow. All right.
2: I asked Doc at one point. I was like... Doc, you ever you ever date a sister? He's man, they, they don't do it for me. He, <laughs> doc does not like the sisters.
3: I like That's the latinas. Nice. I like the latina though. Who doesn't? Uh, Everybody does. Oh uh, yeah. boy. I mean all tear right. down that tear down that wall so they can all come in, you know?
2: So, doc, we we're talking about you want to close it up on Ric Flair and share your thoughts.
3: I mean, he's putting everybody over. He's getting it all done. He's—we've only just begun. Just like Gary Hart said earlier, he's—you know—he's out there in a special red suit.
2: Hmm. Harper, any other I'm, thoughts?
3: No. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, here's nothing, the thing.
4: Go ahead. I don't. It, it, it was a standard flare promo.
2: It was. It really was. The only thing that, the thing that caught me was the end when he's talking about have it your way. I'm like the wait, this Burger King slogan.
3: Yeah, I caught that too. The problem here is ending on Ranger Ross. Jesus
2: Oh Christ. god. Yeah. I'm for the for the Patreon members out there, I'm about to show you a spot in this match you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Um to get the video versions, become a patron, tinyurl.com slash Patreon You get access to not only the video versions of this, but, you know, all of our clashes, all of our pay-per-views, the world-class shows, the ECW shows, everything that's up on our Patreon feed. I always say there's over 200 episodes. we got to be close to three at this point, but 200 plus episodes up on our Patreon feed at tinyurl.com slash Patreon uh, As of now, the, um, the sale is still going on. So if you sign up for the annual option you can get two months free so again sign up for the annual option you'll get two months for free
3: how is Ranger Ross still a thing
2: so hold on here comes the spot when he I think this I got the timestamp right this is the worst looking kick I've seen and he's he's delivered a few of them
4: here it comes oh yeah well I mean he he was still so green
3: though there's a lot of empty seats behind him, too. Yeah, we're
2: tired. Time to go home. Ranger Ross is out here against Keith Steinborn. Ranger Ross is boring. I'm going home. Speaking we of saw... tired and
3: time to we go saw... home, this episode we... has been a fucking marathon, man. I, You know, we didn't really help Harper out. He's His stamina has got to be low with the Rona, and now we're going to go through an 82-minute episode. I can make have... it. He okay. can make it. He's COVID, man. It.
2: COVID, man. All right, so we do need to rate this thing and hand out some Rolexes. One more thing, it is almost Christmas. Today is December the 23rd. Obviously, unless you do one-day shipping, if you're listening to this the day this show drops, you probably won't get your Amazon gift before then. But, hey, you may have be listening to this after Christmas and have gotten some Amazon gift cards. Well, you know what? Go to our Amazon Associates link at tinyurl.com/ btt amazon and you can use those gift cards also buy for yourself what no one gave you for christmas you know you told your woman to get you this and she didn't get it well guess what it's time to treat yourself tinyurl.com btt amazon a great way to support this show without spending anything extra and also if you didn't get your patreon membership because no one gave it to you like you requested again this year treat yourself to our patreon at tinyurl.com slash patreon btt. Doc, it is time to rate and give out the Rolex. Uh, you go first. What are you? Who are you giving your who you what are you rating? Let's go with the rating first this week.
3: And I don't know, th- this felt like three hours. This felt like three hour raw. Yeah, for real. That's gonna hurt the rating. Okay, and that Ranger
4: Ross match should have been in the fucking beginning.
3: No shit. How about just cut from the card dark match? Yeah, for real. Nomuda, we haven't yeah. seen or- we haven't seen Orton in forever. We haven't seen Butch Reed in forever. Um, I'm gonna give it. Oh man,
4: that's true. Fucking uh, Murdoch.
3: We're gonna give this one a. I feel like I'm being generous. How about a oh. B? Oh,
2: Harper what you giving it? I give it a C. Hmm. I go to B minus. It's old school wrestling and I love it, so you know, B minus. Yeah.
3: I mean, hey, whoever... fire, rich. That's right. If somebody Uh-oh. say something about Chris Cross will make you jump jump?
4: Daddy Mac will make you.
3: So hi. we need to Hi hi. 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 Hi.
2: How you doing, Doc? Hi. You man. still doing a show without Chris Cross looking motherfucker?
3: <laughs> well, only until he gets the Rona, he won't. I be can't tell if the
2: boy's got the Michael Jackson syndrome or not. He looked kind of light to me. You say he's a brother? I don't know which one he is. But that little son of a bitch is aggravating, I aggravate the piss out of me. Talking, about he's about to knock me out. He wasn't gonna do shit.
3: I know he wasn't. You're a champion. We're okay. tired of him too. And hey, you know what? When when we get rid of him with the Rona. We'll have Tommy Rich in the booth.
2: You know, it's a shame Terry Gordy's deceased. Doctor Death's oh, deceased.
3: Come on, bro. This is Christmas episode. You're about Man, to understand too, huh? It seems You're... like the people is like the more dirty
4: you are, the more bulletproof you are.
2: Yeah, like I mean, look. I don't at know Tommy if Rich
4: died,
3: died pretty early. Uh, well, well you know, I, I mean, mean...
2: <laughs> oh, but there's exceptions to every rule, right? <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I mean, like. Gordy's gone, you know, and Rich is still alive. Come on. Brian Pillman's gone. Dr. Death's gone. But but Tommy Rich is alive. All that's right. Not uh,
3: that's not, I don't like that, but this is Christmas. Yeah. I said it earlier. Happy birthday to rough. Jesus. That's, happy that's birthday to point. Jesus and happy birthday to the,
4: the uh, Hanukkah Jesus.
3: And Kwanzaa. And Kwanzaa. Is is that still a thing? Yeah, it still is.
2: We got Jewish folks. We got African-American folks. We got people who celebrate Hanukkah, Kwanzaa.
3: To be be honest, if we've got some women listening, there's a good chance we got everybody
2: listening. Dude, we got women listening to us. Brenna Duggan, Shawnee Potts, they out there listening. Victoria Kerr, Doc, um... We rated it. What who are you giving your Rolex to?
3: We need to stop for a second. Timeout. This is a good opportunity while we have everybody in suspense at the Rolex to talk about next week's episode. Because next week on if you have access to the drive, we gotta skip a week.
2: Oh, because the August nineteenth episode is not there.
3: There is no August nineteenth episode. So we will be going to 826 next week. And I
2: I don't, I believe, I told Doc offline, I believe, well, I know the Braves had a game that night. And my only thought is, because I couldn't find, at the time of us recording this, I couldn't find results for what would have been 819. There's a worldwide
3: on 819, but no Saturday night.
2: Yeah, I couldn't find the results of an eight nineteen Saturday night card. I assume the Braves bumped wrestling that day, but I don't know that for a fact. Anyway, go ahead, proceed.
3: All right. So anyway, uh, we're gonna give out Rolexes, and I'm gonna give mine to Paulie Dangerously.
2: I think that's a good option. What do you think, Harper?
4: I was kind of stuck between you know Rick Steiner and a Steiner promo, and 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 Hawks. Uh, reaction to fucking paulie and so i'm gonna give it to the road warriors the hawk
2: because you know that was really
4: his own fucking yeah. blood
2: i think you're on to something i i thought about hawk but i'm gonna go paulie as well so there's that
3: hey man hawk was hawk was phenomenal there i mean he was great, but that was, like, the first time we've seen Paul Lee cut that kind of promo, so I was going with him.
2: I hear you. All right. On that note, I got to take care of some business before we get out of here. I want to shout out our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Morata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT, slightly classier, a little bit more professional but still fun nonetheless. They support us, so please support them and check them out on their feed. That's OVP or Our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. And shout out to the Bottom Line Cast with Mike Pru and JV. Mike Pru and JV do our ECW show on our Patreon feed, but they also do a career, a show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin on their free feed called the Bottom Line Cast. All right, everybody. So we are dropping this two days before christmas this is on the eve of christmas eve that this is dropping so we hope you have a very merry christmas happy hanukkah kwanzaa whatever you celebrate if you don't celebrate anything well we hope you have a great 25th of december um there. on on that note doc any closing thoughts before we get out of here or can i throw it to hopper to hit the go home cue?
3: i just think i can speak for all of us at btt to say we hope you have a happy whatever, and all of us in the army to say we're glad that Harper has dodged the pandemic bullet. America. America. Harper, why don't you hit that tagline and take us <laughs> on home? Book it, bitch.